The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Let me tell you about how great it is to export SDL files from HeroForge. You can print them. But Randall, I don't own a 3D printer. No problem. Do you use virtual tabletops? I sure do. Are any of them 3D? At least several of them. Did you know you can import STL files to many 3D virtual tabletops? Uh, please explain that to me in smaller words. All right. You can download your HeroForge Mini and use it in VTTs like Mirrorscape, Shard Tabletop, Tabula Sono, and Tailspire. <gasps> it's true. Now go to HeroForge.com slash RPGBot and make the mini of your dreams. I'll be, this sounds too good to be true. Good, because I can make it better. You're lying. No, it's true. Did you know you can get free dice too? That's my favorite kind of dice. Great. Here's what you do. Go to HeroForge.com slash RPGBot, add a set of plastic dice in your favorite color to your order, and it'll be free when you order any other shippable product when you use coupon code RPGBot at checkout. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Welcome to the RPGBot.news. I'm Randall James. With me is Tyler Kampstra. Hi, everybody. My ears hurt. And Ashley. Live long and prosper. <laughs> All right, Tyler, what is happening? Uh, we're not talking about Star Trek. Sorry to disappoint. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> shoot. Uh, look i've heard good things haven't read it yet uh no we're going to talk about our convention plans for 2023 uh the tabletop gaming convention circuit is up and running it's march well it's whatever time you're listening to this but for us it's march so we're going to talk about which cons we're going to be at for the next year uh which ones we went to last year and enjoyed and you know just make some loose plans and tell people where they can find us in meat space. It's a disgusting way to phrase that, but fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what to do with that either. Ash. Yeah. I was just like, we really used meat space. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's change topics drastically. Uh, <laughs> So uh, let's talk about what we did last year. So um, the first convention that RPG Bot ever attended was actually PAX West in 2021. And that was very much like a, we have no idea how to go to a convention and represent RPG Bot. So let's just kind of figure this out. So we did. Uh, me, Randall, Random, um, one of our other Seattle area friends, we all went, we had a good time. We played some games. Um, 
notably not a huge tabletop gaming convention, unfortunately. So, uh, like, lesson learned there. Well, and, and especially like we were kind of everybody was just cracking the shell out of COVID. Most of the publishers weren't there. I think was was Paizo there that year? Uh, there was some organized play, but I think that was it. Okay, yeah, and like I think Watsi was nowhere to be found. Yeah, yeah, and I've attended PAX West several times before that, and like Wizards and Paizo and a lot of other RPG publishers have always been there, so that's kind of what I expected. But uh, yeah, coming out of COVID, things were a little different. But anyway, we learned things, and we went to other cons last year. We started last year at GaryCon, which uh, all of our first time at GaryCon, very exciting. If you're not familiar, it's the convention hosted by the Gygax family as a celebration of life for Gary Gygax, the co-creator of D&D. Um, it's very well attended by a lot of the like older names in the space, like old TSR folk, all of the classic artists who you would recognize from the AD&D days, some really cool people. Yeah, and so it's it's in beautiful Lake Geneva. Uh, I enjoyed the surrounding area a ton. Yeah, the food's really good. The weather was Midwest. Yeah, it's it, you know it was the Midwest in late March, and that's what you're going to get. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so the, this talk about the weather is fascinating, but can we talk about who you guys met at the con? <laughs> <laughs> we met some rain. No, uh, no, we met some cool people. Uh, we did get a chance to meet Luke Gygax, super nice guy. Um, we met a bunch of uh, publishing companies who we've been following for a while. Uh, we met the folks at Easy Roller Dice, uh, Frog God, Cobalt Press, Norse Foundry, Steam Forged, a few others. Um, we didn't get a chance to talk to everybody that was there, but like we met some really cool people and, uh, a lot of them are just wandering around the convention floor talking to whoever wants to talk. Like we met Alex Kammer, uh, and a few other creators. Um, everyone is very, very approachable at these things generally. And the smaller cons are less crowded, less crazy. So it's easy to just be like, Hey, I know who you are. I think you're neat. And high five people. Wash your hands first, though. Always a good idea. There was a lot of games being played. I We didn't really get much of a chance to play games at GaryCon because we were spending more time, like, getting to know other creators. Yeah, uh, so hopefully this year we'll have a little more time to play games since we know what we're doing a little bit better. Yeah, and, and I will say, we'll have a link in the show notes. Uh, we did a news podcast where actually we interviewed a bunch of folks. So if you're like, oh, who's there? What are they working on? What was happening last year? So you can get an idea for what you might expect this year. Yeah, go take a listen. Uh, next con we hit was Gen Con in Indianapolis. Uh, we won an any. That was awesome. <laughs> thank you guys for helping us get there. So yeah, uh, yes, thank you everyone. And and uh, also, uh, any nominations are coming up soon. So you know, uh, stay. Any nominations are open. We're submitted. Like thing I didn't know until last year. You have to submit yourself for the Ennies. You can't submit someone else. You have to check a box saying, yes, I own this product. <laughs> so uh, if you're a creator out there, go submit yourself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I believe we're, uh, are we submitting ourselves for podcast this year? Podcast and site. We'll see what happens. Hell like yeah. the, so, the judges decide what category you go into. And I don't know what the process is there, but you know, we'll, We'll let them make their choices and we'll be happy with what we get and hope we get nominated for something cool. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, let's see. So we we met a bunch of cool people at Gen Con too, caught up with some folks that we've met at Gary Con previously. 
Um, we got to meet the folks from AW Games in person for the first time. Uh, there were a few other publishers that we talked to who we haven't had on the podcast yet, but I'm working on that. Uh, next con was Gamehole Con, which uh, we've had Alex Cameron on the podcast six times now, which, yes, that is a record. Uh, great, great con, honestly. Very well run, lots of fun to attend, tons of games to be played, and like it's very spacious, so like it it doesn't feel like you're in a press of people like a lot of conventions do. So if you if you really want to go to a convention but you're worried about just being squeezed into a crowd, Game Hole is very, very comfortable. Strongly recommend. Yeah, I, I love Game Hole Con. So th- I, I got to play more games at Game Con than I did at the other two conventions combined. You know, at, at Gen Con, Tyler and I sat down and we played for about an hour at a Pathfinder setting at the Pathfinder booth. That was awesome. It was a lot of fun. I think that the game was enjoyable. I think that was... Abomination Vault? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, and right, they had a cool like dungeon layout. I, I really enjoyed that. At Game Con, I got to play Vison, uh, which is an awesome game from Free League focused on kind of mythical monsters and engaging with them where like it's super deadly to actually try to fight the monster and human beings are honestly no joke either. I also got to sit down and play Pathfinder organized play. So Pathfinder society for the first time. And that was fantastic. The GM that ran my session was, was great. I really enjoyed the table. I'm looking forward to doing more of that. Uh, we also got to hit the Monty cook games, 10th anniversary party at game hole, which was pretty cool. Uh, you know, they had cake and treats and handed out prizes and door gifts. And uh, like we got to see a bunch of Monty Cook's products on the shelves for the first time, uh, which I haven't I hadn't really dug into anything that they'd created before then. But like we went and a bunch of people were very excited to tell us about everything that they do. We learned about Cypher System, Numenera. Uh, Randall, I believe you took home a book about a haunted house. Yes, it's uh, I believe it's called The House. Uh, and it opens with the house hates you and then goes from there. It's fantastic. I'm looking forward to running that this Halloween. Uh, Tyler, you have to come. It doesn't matter. I'll be there. Okay. I will be there. I will be scared. Perfect. That's all I could hope for. Um, <laughs> and, and yeah, like Cypher System is is really <laughs> awesome. We've talked about it a little bit on the podcast. You know, I'll go and give the sneak peek. We, we're actually going to take a Cypher System game and give a, a how to play it similar to what we've done with 5e and Pathfinder. So. You know, keep your eye out for that. We had uh, one more on the schedule for the year, but didn't end up making it. We were going to try and make it to PAX Unplugged late in the year. Uh, But I had just moved across the country and I was very sleepy, so we didn't end up going. This is the part where we'll have a, a very, very brief pause for an ad break. And then we'll talk about this year. In Puerto Rico, we call ourselves Boricua. We are proud, passionate, and full of life. On our island, adventure finds you. Strangers aren't strangers for long. The size of the audience doesn't change the beauty of the music. And we celebrate every last ray of sun. Live Boricua. 
The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. So I'm going to lead off by saying pretty much all of this is tentative. you know, until we actually like buy tickets and show up at the con, we can't guarantee that we'll be there physically in person for people to high five. Uh, but, you know, we're we're laying out plans. We're, uh, I believe, manifesting is the term. Yeah. We're hoping for the best. <laughs> yeah, that's honestly that that's accurate. Yeah. Um, and we do get this question whenever we talk about cons. Uh, no, we're not planning to do any booths this year. Uh, maybe at some point in the future, we just haven't figured that one out yet but we are going to wear t-shirts and so if you see somebody wearing an rpg bot dot t-shirt most likely it's one of us uh, us or someone who has uh, looted the shirts from our dead bodies because we are not currently selling the shirts anywhere correct i hope it's yeah us. so i if uh, if you talk to them and they don't know what you're talking about call the police <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, so first con of the year, Gary Con again. Uh, Randall, producer Dan, and I, as well as our families, are going to be there at Gary Con. Um, we had a great time there last year. We're very excited to go again. Um, since it's a small con, it's a great way to kind of like warm up for the rest of the year. We really, really liked Lake Geneva, so we're excited to go again. I'm like, there's lots of uh, lots of really good food, and I love a good restaurant. Beer's great, and there's not many better places in the u.s for beer than the midwest this is true the con is also fun so one okay one quick thing (laughs) that i thought was really fun that i learned and i feel like we talked about this last time um i haven't confirmed this is true but we're just going to pretend it is so gin con started in lake geneva as like i'm going to say geneva convention but just shrink it into gin con because you couldn't call it the geneva convention obviously (laughs) Uh, and then at some point like gin con the entity picked up and left and so now we have Gary Khan in Lake Geneva and Gin Khan in Indy. And that's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of Gen Con, Gen Con's the next one we're going to hit. We're looking forward to the Ennies again this year. Uh, even if we don't get nominated for anything, like it was a fun ceremony and there were a lot of really cool creators there. So I, I'm hoping we get to go and see who wins and talk to some cool people about their cool stuff. Going to the Ennies, and it would be disappointing if we don't get nominated for anything huh uh, <laughs> there you go that one's for free <laughs> Good. you know it, it's it's stiff competition from a lot of really really great creators like if we don't get nominated i won't be heartbroken but yeah. uh, you know i am looking forward anyway so gen con is famously like the big con so there's a lot of stuff to do there too yeah i mean speaking of the innies so think about the guests that we've had over the past year uh, I know we had Unchained Goddesses. We had the folks from there, and they have new content coming out. Oh, um, it's the Unsomething Court. Unseely oh, the Court. Unseemly Court. Yeah. Unseely. Unseely no, no, Court. Un- it, so it's Unseemly. It's uh, a play on Unseely. It's, gotcha. it's a fey court that has come to the material plane. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> we should talk to them again cl- when they're uh, getting close to crowdfunding that. And who all is going to Gen Con? I believe me and Randall, we haven't figured out who else yet. Uh, 
like I said, like a lot of these plans are still very tentative. So we're figuring out like who's going to be able to make it to what. Um, and of course, planes are expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, so Gen Con is like famously the the convention that like all the big creators go to. Um, like historically, Wizards has been big there. Uh, Paizo is always there. A lot of the other RPG companies are Telsorian, uh, Catalyst, other game companies like they They'll generally all be there doing something or other. Um, there is enough to do there that we didn't even make it through like half of the convention space. There's this huge board gaming area out in the nearby stadium. Never even figured out how to get there. Yeah, a, a lot of cool like indie games. So showing off like, hey, we have a new video game or we have a new like video game adjacent product coming out. That was really cool to see as well. <laughs> All right. Uh, next con on the list, Gamehole Con again. Um, it was a great time last year, and it's actually a surprisingly short drive for me and Randall. Like we said earlier, like small con, lots of space, very easy to get around and talk to people, lots of stuff to do. Um, and apparently a lot of the like big longtime game designers go to this one just individually, like not in a professional capacity. They're just there to hang out and play games and talk to people. So you walk around and you're like, oh, hey, uh, we recognize those three people. We've had them on the podcast. It's great. Yeah, one of the cool things that I didn't realize walking in the door is that a lot of these creators will go and they'll run a game or two. And so if you have a a favorite content, maybe just take a look and see who the authors are. You might cross check that against the Gamehole Con DMs GMs list and find out that like you could sit down at a table for somebody who wrote some of your favorite content and actually play a game with them. Yeah, um, someone was someone was kind enough to explain that to us. I won't say who, but um, a lot of conventions, they'll have the special guests come to the convention, like they'll pay tickets and hotel and all that stuff. Um, and they'll have you run games at the convention because, you know, people want to play games with you and you know, the convention can sell tickets to those games. So the special guests will typically run like 16 hours worth of games, which that's basically half of your time at the convention. So it's it's pretty grueling. Yeah, run your uh, game. Con. Yeah, exactly. Game Con is a little gentler on their special guests, apparently. So like they have more time to actually go enjoy the convention, play in other people's games and stuff like that. Yeah, I think continuously what we hear from folks who are in the industry is like this is one of their favorite conferences to go to, uh, both for that reason and generally their relaxed atmosphere. Like everybody's there to hang out, have a good time, play games with their friends because ultimately it's it's kind of a tight knit community. All right, so so I'm excited about this one. So we're going to try and add a new con to the rotation this year, uh, Big Bad Con. So this is in San Francisco, and Ash, who is conveniently located in California, um, we're going to. We're going to try and get Ash and B to this one. So I wasn't super familiar with Big Bad Con, uh, but it came back after a COVID hiatus last year and the buzz around it was really, really good. From their account description on Mastodon, Big Bad Con is a tabletop role-playing LARP and board game convention in the San Francisco Bay Area. We foster a community that welcomes marginalized genders, queer folks, people of color, and people with disabilities. We actively work to make the con as physically, socially, and financially accessible as possible and to cultivate a culture of respect, support, and kindness. And like all the buzz around it last year was just like celebration of underrecognized creators and like people creating excellent products who, you know, kind of got lost in the noise. So like I I'm really excited to see who Ash gets to meet and like yeah. I'm 
I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to go. Uh, so yeah, I'll be going with B and another contributor to the website. Uh, also my best friend and roommate. Um, and yeah, we're both really excited to check it out. All right. I, I'm hoping you come back with a bunch of cool names for people who can talk to and like, sure. pictures and stuff. And like, yeah. I hope you get to play a bunch of games too. <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy to forget to, to play games at these things. Like you have to sign up months in advance sometimes. So it's like, Oh, uh, I'm unexpectedly available to go to this convention. There's nothing to play except organized play. Mm. Like, all right, organized play it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then towards the end of the year, we are once again going to try to make it to PAX Unplugged. Um, we have no idea who's going to be able to make it to this one. Uh, I always hear great things about PAX Unplugged. Previously, it has been literally across the country for me. Now it's only halfway across the country. So we'll see if that improves things. Yeah. And that's it. Like, that's our, that's our plans for the year. It's a busy year, Al. Yeah. I mean, those are pretty good plans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm really excited. Like these conventions are a great way for us to meet people who like we haven't come across online or might, you know, might just be difficult to meet otherwise. Like um, I met the creator of an indie game called Colossal at the Ennies ceremony. Like the guy who creates it doesn't have any social media presence at all, but it's uh, it won gold for best rules. It's this little 60 page um, single player RPG. I made Randall play a round of it. It's a good time. Like, uh, the art's really neat. Uh, at some point, I have a review mostly written for it that I'll post. Uh, but yeah, you get to meet all these really interesting people and just, you know, exchange names and contact information. Like, this is a great way for us to meet people and say, like, hey, we think what you're doing is really neat. Come hang out with us on the podcast. And then, you know, for folks at home who just love tabletop, right? Like, I think going to these things is a great opportunity to get exposure to things you haven't seen yet, because there's so many fantastic games out there to be played. Uh, there's so many great resources. Uh, is it, you know, Beetle and Grimm, like the 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 kind of higher end kits that you can buy to go with the adventures that are coming out. Like it's cool content that I feel like to really appreciate, it's fantastic to be able to just sit and touch and feel and look at it and lay it out. Uh, and so, yeah, for that, I think the conventions are indispensable. If you've enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcast and rate us on Spotify or your favorite podcast app. It's a quick, free way to support the podcast and helps us to reach new listeners. You'll find links in the show notes. You'll find affiliate links for sourcebooks and other materials linked in the show notes, as well as on rpgbot.net. Following these links helps us to make this show happen every week. Come.